0: brian wilson famously not a surfer didn't surf just wrote all these songs and all of them were like gonna go surfing with the boys it's surf time you know those names of Be- beach mm-hmm. boy songs yep it, their most biggest hit is it's surf time
1: Brunch, hit it boys <laughs>
0: Hey, do don't look up in the eyes of Tammy Faye signal a shift in Hollywood's attitude toward religion. In what way? I don't know. It's what Vince Mancini asks on Uproxx.com. Vince is going to join us today. He's a senior film and culture writer. I'm just kidding. We don't have any guests.
1: No, definitely not. That's a question that he asks. And it's just a question that I'm not at all interested in. I couldn't, couldn't, I I don't don't even think I comprehended the question. Don't look up. And the eyes of Tammy Faye
0: signal a shift in Hollywood's attitude towards religion. I'm not making fun of this piece from
1: Vince Mancini. I just like... You better not because Vince Mancini's a friend of mine. Really? We used to work together at Uproxx. Interesting.
0: Let me... He is uh...
1: at Film Drunk. Oh, that's
0: Film Drunk. Okay. Yes, it sure is. Well, he's asking the question. He's just asking <laughs> the question. So if anyone's upset about the conversation... He's not necessarily saying one way or another. I haven't read the piece. Maybe he is. I just, I, you know that I love me some questionable headlines. You
1: do. Uh, I haven't seen the eyes of Tammy Faye still, uh, but I have seen don't look up and I don't feel like it has like, I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe it does have like a lot of religion. I've said a lot of words about don't look up and I've
0: never said the word religion. Yeah. So that means that either, uh, but then maybe that's like a Hollywood's attitude towards religion. Maybe in this piece. And again, there. There is a way I could find out answers to this, but maybe in this piece, Vince points out that Don't Look Up is about the world ending, yet there is not much of a an emphasis on religion, where 50, 60 years ago, that would be a big thing. They'd kind of Titanic it a bit, and there would be
1: the yeah the the religious people true Thank they even like praying m- to their god did they even mention the word like rapture in don't look up no so maybe they do in the, the boni Vare song uh what's it uh it's not called we will see you next time but second nature second nature love that I, the opening line of that song or is like uh one of the first few lines is like will there be like for the rapture will there be merch Really? Yeah. Whoa. Co written by Josh Tillman. <laughs> that's Used to right. be in Fleet
0: Foxes, now the uh the, the lead singer of the, the band, Father John Misty. Uh he also there's also like a kind of uh killers line in that first verse. He says like Mother was a stunner. Okay. I'm like that's something that like Brandon Flowers would do. Mm-hmm. And then uh maybe
1: take it to the bedroom. <laughs> to uh with himself yeah. she yeah. be like I killed that. You think Brandon Flowers, like, hangs out by himself on the Friday night, and he's just like, hey. Has, like, evenings? What? Evenings? And then, 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 like, at the end of the night, he's like, hey, you want to take this to the bedroom? And he's just talking to himself.
0: Maybe. I told you that there was (laughs) a... We haven't done that joke in a long time. Yeah. Running joke used to be that uh, Brandon Flowers loved him some Brandon Flowers. We phrased it away that we're a little more grown up now, but...
1: I still think it's funny.
0: Yeah. If somebody would say, hey, do you like brunch? Person
1: will respond. Uh, does Brandon Flowers s his own D? <laughs> anyway, um, need Brandon Flowers to make a, a like a strong individual comeback so that we can yeah start working that back in. But I told you that uh, Netflix did.
0: There was like a a Netflix version of Song Exploder, and mm-hmm. they did it on one of the episodes was on When You Were Young, and the entire time is Brandon Flowers being. The most like uh, humble but also like very team oriented person. Like every part you think that he's gonna be like, and that's when I decided to make it sound like this. But he was like, and then man, dude, when this motherfucker right here, when he started playing that beat, that's what changed the song. Like everything was about how like we did this as a team. And it made me feel good because. We've also spoken about how, like, the idea of bands—they're just like kind of dying. Yeah. That it's like, yeah, uh, a band puts out an album, and half the times it's like, like Paramore, I believe, like was never a band. It was like Haley Williams had and a company. recording yeah. contract, and they were like, you know, it would be cute <laughs> is if we make it like a yeah a band (laughs) and then they got all these people and maybe she grew up with them or knew them or something but like they weren't actually a band and um so yeah it was it was cool i'm of the
1: the belief that uh adam levine single-handedly killed bands that is kind of where that line
0: may have happened also while we're talking about california based musicians who had great debut albums You see Sarah Bareilles' post. I did. I saw
1: it, and it was incredible. Yeah, Uh, I personally took away. There was like one line in that caption that I was like, "Oh," and like clutched my heart. And she said, "Like blessed with a breakdown." She was like, "I was blessed with a breakdown," and that's like kind of how I feel. Uh, given, like, my last, like, half year or whatever. Yeah. I was blessed with a breakdown, and, like, I feel like I'm in a better place because of it. And so, it's, like, obviously a hard thing to go through. Yeah. But it does feel like a necessary thing. And I thought her caption, it was, like, incredibly written.
0: Oh, I mean, who else but Sarah Burrells could put something that well? Um, Because she's incredible, but... uh Hit close to home with me because I recently, I don't know how many months ago, got back on the old antidepressants and hadn't been on them for a while. Like, I was probably on them for a lot of the beginning of this podcast, and then maybe two, three years ago, got off them. Mm -hmm. And legitimately, for like years, I'm talking, like, never felt myself. And just like it went from. Uh oh, well, I'm kind of, like, adjusting to getting off them to, like, oh, whatever, life's weird now and everything. And since I've been back on them recently, I have kind of felt a little more like myself. And she puts so much stuff in that note of, like, you can have all of the... And I'm not, like, demanding that people take medication or whatever, but, like, you can have a lot of the things that you need in place like she says that she's like very happy in her relationship obviously she's got a very fulfilling job she's got a very loyal fan base mm-hmm. as long as she as long as she isn't like an absolute dummy she's probably very well fine, off yeah. uh, financially and like everything that she's done has been cool and well received but still that doesn't mean that still... you're bringing it all home exactly yeah. so that was great and even to like i i cut mine in half too so the okay. picture of the palm with, with the half like, crudely, tablet those are they're so tough to break in half well i, don't they, know I mean this, they, the small it looks ones, so
1: small yeah the small
0: ones are so like my fingers are have taken more of a beating from trying to snap little pills mm-hmm. than from any like guitar or bass strings or anything and those are supposed to actually like like rebuild your fingers, but right. these man, they're a toughie
1: Yeah, I have. Uh, I'm. I don't know. I we. I mean, I think we've had this conversation off the pod, but like, I've been on the fence about medication for a little while and debating That's it. Normal though. Yeah, and so like, I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll make a decision at some point, but like, I don't know. The sleeping has been an issue for me lately, mm. so um, I I don't know. We'll, we'll see, but like, hey. If you're, I think if it helps and like, and if it's something that gets you to where you need to go yeah. and like, I'm considering it. So yeah. I thought the post was great though.
0: And I mean, like, it's, it's also like with therapy where you can try it and be like, oh, this mm-hmm. therapist is a nice person, but maybe not for me. Or like you can, I don't know how much I've spoken about um, uh, like side effects of SSRIs, but uh, you can uh, a quick Google or just like using your imagination uh, I've spoken to you at points about them but like they can it can be tricky finding the one right. that uh, checks all your boxes mm-hmm. so it's not like I'm, I'm not saying like Sarah Burrell's posted this see You're get right. on like yeah. SSRIs or whatever get on antidepressants but like as uh, somebody who's been on them and off them uh, it felt cool, A, to see that, like, Sarah Bareilles, who's, like, the coolest person in the world, is like, hell yeah, I got to use these things too. Uh, But also that, like, I go... Like, when I wasn't on them, I was... I didn't even think. I was just too dumb to realize, like, oh, I should probably get back on these things. But um, it's easy to think that, like, when you're on a medication that, like, you're not really yourself and that you're, like, this kind of, um, like, augmented version right. of yourself. But I don't know. I don't... I, I've come to find personally that, like, that's not true. Like, the what I am, like, I don't know, like, right now, I'm not, like, killing it or anything or, like, the happiest person right now. But, like, I've got a little more blood in my face, like, my energy is there uh and not as uh the the lows don't last as long as they do when i'm not on there and i'm mm-hmm. like i don't know like which one of those do i think sounds more like me hopefully it's the right. one that's like having better days and like sometimes like wakes up and legitimately like looks around and like
1: fucking smiles and stuff yeah that's uh yeah i mean like it i think that like if there's like um you know if there's like a if there's a blue sky and you've got clouds blocking it without medication and the medication helps the clouds go away yeah, then why not be on the medication like i I feel like from my perspective, I don't want the medication to create clouds, yeah, like more clouds I guess and
0: they i mean there again, are like I've been told Google, that some do yeah they, they can I mean well I recommend uh chris gethard's um Career suicide, I think it's called. Remember that one man show? He, yeah, did it was that, like, fucking. Really ho- it
1: was like, like a. It was incredible, but yeah. it was like heartbreaking to watch.
0: Yeah, he talks about uh, SSRIs and like going through the different ones, and like, I mean, the side effects range from like weight gain, like sexual side effects, like all so like there there are like a lot of wonky things that yeah. it can throw at you. So like he um but i feel like everybody knows all that but he makes uh just some of the stories he tells are uh are funny but as you said also kind of heartbreaking but yeah i don't know shout out to sarah burrells i don't
1: uh, her last album kind of trash i'll be real i'm proud of you for saying that because you're like the biggest sarah burrell stan that exists yeah i mean that album came out and
0: uh i was like hmm not amazing Hit up some loved ones, music people I trust. I was like, "Do me a favor, listen to this," and they were like, "Yeah, kind of."
1: People are asking the question: Has Taylor Swift made a better Sarah Bareilles album than Sarah Bareilles has in the past few years? I mean,
0: nineteen eighty nine is a very good Sarah Bareilles album.
1: It's arguably my favorite Sarah Bareilles album. <laughs>
0: So this episode, we're going to draft Sarah Bareilles' albums, and it's going to Pete gets first pick and takes Taylor Swift's 1989. (laughs) I actually had a dream. This is so weird. I had a dream that I was arguing with that I was at a Taylor Swift concert with one of my friends who's a Taylor Swift fan, and the best part is like you can't narrow down who it is because I only surround myself with big Taylor Swift fans. Possibly so I can be, like, the thorn in their
1: side. You're, like, a big part of your brand is just, like, Taylor Swift fans are ruining my life. And then you're just, like, but all I'm only going to be friends with Taylor Swift fans. Randy,
0: Nora Princiati. Megan <laughs> Megyn Kelly, uh, Feidelberg. Like, all the of The biggest Taylor Swift fans. The biggest. Like, like Nora's, the, like, a professional ta- Like, her job yeah. is to be a Taylor Swift fan. That is like, true. Oh, why are
1: Taylor... <laughs> Everything in my life is Taylor Swift. That's Taylor Swift that. It's like you know that you could have some friends that aren't like the biggest Taylor Swift fans.
0: Can't do it. They're lovely people. (laughs) Be be less likable, Pete, and maybe I'll consider it. But uh, what was it? I had a dream
1: that I was at
0: a Taylor Swift concert with uh, two of my Taylor Swift fan friends. And uh, they were both really mad at me. And I wasn't even doing anything and I was
1: so mad I, was like, I bet you were doing something
0: that's the thing it was probably like some sort of like like my anger towards them for like picking on me for doing nothing was probably really some like masked uh, uh, disappointment with myself of like why am I ruining this concert <laughs> for them but like they kept talking to me and saying like you're so annoying and I was like I'm not even doing anything I'm not even saying
1: anything and it's a real like I'm not touching you Stop, right. Stop touching me. I'm not even touching you. Right. I'm not touching you. Yeah. And uh then the
0: only thing I said was uh I said, Do you remember I made my Instagram profile? You got that Dave Bean daydream look yeah. in your
1: eyes. That was r- ghostwritten yeah. by me.
0: That was yeah. yes, you're right. Oh my god. Uh they I totally forgot about that. And they were like, Yes. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> uh, and then this is the last part of the dream I remember. I said, what's the actual lyric? Does she really say you got that Max Martin daydream look in your eyes? And they were like, yes. Now, like, could we just listen to the music? And that was it. What a weird dream. It, it, that's a dream that I remember. I just gave you, like, I remember everything. Blow from by it. blow. Yeah. I don't remember anything where there's, like, a meaningful thing that comes from the dream.
1: There usually isn't. Yeah, I feel like that's true. Like, when does anybody, like, wake up with, like, after a dream and be like,
0: aha! Actually, you know what? I think that a lot of them kind of do...
1: I do some, like, very crude, uh, like, psychology 101 of, like, what could that mean? What could that represent? Oh, that seems like... I don't know. Like, if you get something out of it, good for you. But I just... At least from my experiences, my dreams are just, like... Don't even try. Yeah? Yeah. But it's also, I mean... And I, I think, like, I have enough... I think I have enough trouble, like, in my day-to-day being like, hey, what does this mean? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like, in reality, trying to, like, decipher things, I don't need to spend my time and energy trying to decipher, like, the subconscious.
0: Yeah. And it's also, like, the, well, what's on your mind thing. If I go and I have that dream and say, um... uh say like i just went through like a breakup or something like that then i'm sure when i wake up i can be like oh that argument and the taylor swift thing represents like the relationship somehow and it's like no but that's just what's on your mind it's the the whole thing of uh the where you go throughout the day like confirming uh like your brain's trying to confirm what you already think mm-hmm. so like if you fe- if you think like god i suck at everything then throughout the day your brain, your brain is will, like, gonna like, look like, for reasons to notice be like, like, yeah. like up uh, well
1: gas tank your car needs gas <laughs> fucking idiot <laughs> i've never i've never actually like had that sort of baseline concept presented to me that like your brain is trying to confirm what you what you already like believe
0: i had it presented to me via someone who shares too many, like, clips of people talking on Instagram. Uh, But it was, like, legitimately that. It was somebody just, like, reminding that, like, that's what our brains do. And I was like, right. Ah. And I've applied it to so many things. And it's correct. I, I brought it up to my therapist. And apparently there's, like, a very common name for that. It's like the most basic thing. If I were to say it, you'd be like embarrassed that we both didn't know it. Yeah. And she was like, oh, yeah, you're talking about this. Like and
1: confirmation I'm, bias or something. That's it.
0: Is it? Yes. Confirmation bias. And I was like,
1: holy I shit. So I don't stupid. I don't know if that I had heard that at some point in my life and it was just like floating around in my brain or if I just kind of like connected two words that would make sense. Uh, con- the tendency to interpret new evidence as
0: confirmation of one's existing beliefs or theories. Yeah. So it's essentially I'm like,
1: like... wildly impressed with myself right now. Thank you very much.
0: Well, that's because you were really feeling yourself today. And then you're just like, did you see how I just nailed that? I thought of that thing. What a smart guy. That's confirmation bias. Hard at work. That's definitely not that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you something. It's not that. Sarah, reach out your hand, please. Let me... <laughs> I'm just going to... Yoink you're gonna uh, Jennifer Lawrence style, where she keeps taking his Xanax. Oh, yeah. Also, loving that movie. Now, look at us talking about Don't Look Up Without Mentioning Religion, where uh, he... Uh, the way he says Xanax is like he just found out about it. He's like, oh, I sometimes... A, a Xanax. Sometimes Xanax. I, I I take half of one to calm my nerves a little bit uh we got a an episode of the
1: podcast today <laughs> we do and it is presented by lumino can i ask you a question i don't oh. think, i don't know if we're, oh hey hey i've
0: been oh. trying to do so that I'm i feel doing like that. it's That's been popular
1: I, I feel like it's been popular to hate on the lumino So show me family it's a good band
0: yeah first album was great and the second one was too
1: i feel like people hate on hey oh as like a I wonder who's responsible for that. It's probably Father John Misty. It is a thousand uh, <laughs> Father John Misty. Um, I don't think we've ever asked this question to each other. How do you feel about your smile?
0: Mm. Okay, sometimes I think I overdo. I think that like, there's some pictures of me, such as the Rockefeller skating uh, picture, which I get, I'm not blaming any of how that picture came out on me do not get it twisted (laughs) like like my gut is out like my i'm I'm over smiling and everything but none of that is my fault everything is on that terrible photographer but sometimes i'll see a picture and i'm like uh you could have stood to tone it down but generally i think that i've got a good smile because i don't notice it your smile is like i say this all the time i've never said this before just on me uh your smile is like
1: a cornerback
0: if yeah. You're if not talking about the smile.
1: It's a good smile. That's a good thing. Yeah, that's a unless it's like I don't unless, think about my smile. unless it's like an all-pro cornerback and you've got like an all-pro smile. Uh, if your smile is catching everything that's thrown yeah. to either side of the field. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I mean I like mine. I think I've got I've got pretty good teeth.
0: I like yeah, you got it. you got good teeth. You got Natural,
1: teeth. never had braces. What? Yeah, so Whoa. that's a big uh that's a Poor big like, boy. <laughs> uh I'm a big fan of my smile. What I don't love is all the toxic ingredients in most dental care products. No uh, snake oil in my dental care products, yeah. please. They're not good for anybody's health or your teeth. You, If you want the best for your oral health, you got to get with products that make natural ingredients to help your smile and not harm it. That's why you should use Lumino. Lumino. Lumino makes toothpaste, mouthwash, and whitening products that actually help your oral health instead of hurting it. They use purposeful and uncompromising ingredients like sea salt, aloe, coconut oil to clean and brighten your smile. Plus, everything they make is certified non-toxic. Get rid of the toxic things in your life, whether it's people, whether it's influences, whether it's dental care products. Get them out of there. Uh, You won't find harsh bleaches, artificial dyes, or alcohol in any of your Lumino products. Everything they make is dentist-formulated, backed by over 50 studies, and proven to protect the good bacteria in your smile, also known as the microbiome. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Uh, Lumino products will make you feel better, make you feel healthier, happier with your smile, highlight the differences from your old dental products to Lumino. So, if you want to try them, go to getlumino.com slash brunch. I know that's probably a difficult thing to kind of yeah. wing off the top of your head. So it's L U M I N E U X.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, that's nice. real classy stuff. Yes.
1: So that's get G E T. Nice. L U M I N E U X dot com slash brunch and that code brunch will help you save 15% off your order so 50 a whopping 15% off any lumino products uh, at getlumino.com dot com slash brunch lumino
0: so show me
1: that, that smile of baby yours.
0: <laughs>
1: look at that uh my favorite thing about our ad reads is that like they'll be like yo Make it your own. Like, yeah. two minutes, make it your own, give your own spin, and we're like, yeah. oh, make it our own? It's got to be a segment. Yes. <laughs> just turn every read into a segment. I
0: quite like, I like doing ad reads just fine, especially when um, there's, uh, especially if we're feeling like a little heat from the the sponsor, because that's just like a mm, is, like, dicey, it's like bad boy it's, shit. It's a
1: little like chip on your shoulder. It's dangerous. like dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah.
0: Um, oh, better watch what I say here. It says don't read verbatim. Bet they'd hate it if I read it verbatim, <laughs> like stuff like that. Um, but I quite like when you do ad reads, a because you do them
1: wonderfully. Not, also, no, 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 that's not true. I mean, the last it one time, ad, the last ad, it was the last one that I did, and it boy, it was rough. It was one. Time. So that one felt good. I'll yeah, say, I'm yeah, uh, back on track. You were
0: reaching for Sarah's hand after that <laughs> one. Um,
1: but. I like when
0: you are doing it because I like kind of like just like lurking in the background and just like, where's like, this going to go? What am I going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Pete's giving you all the information. How do I get involved they, here? They got to know at some point I'm saying something. What's it going to, because I don't
1: even know what I'm going to say yet. You You're got like, a script. It's nice and easy. You know what? You know what it is? It's like a, it's like a Jack in the box. Yeah. I'm wind, I'm winding the, uh, the little, uh, the little handle trying to get through this ad read. But we all know at some point the Joker is coming out of the box.
0: Oh, my God. We should. Uh, the, the, the 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 old brunch account's been. Uh, we, 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 we've been spending a bit. But uh, a great thing to do at some point would be to, like, pay someone to animate you doing an ad read <laughs> and me just, like, jumping out. Whether it's, like, hi, Gene <laughs> or anything at one point. I did a, uh, I don't like Mike Love at all <laughs> during <laughs> one of your ad reads one time, one time. It's always fun. I'll tell you what, I'm realizing as I say this, it's a thousand percent inspired by, I got to shout out my uh, pal Scott Zolak, something he would do on his radio show. That's a great radio show of Boston people, Zolak and Bertrand on 985 The Sports Hub. Uh, Mark Bertrand and Hardy are great. Hosts funny, loose, can do anything. Zolak is the who's Insane is like persons. the lead name on the show. Is just like wild card, yeah. Bees and at any point when something is being done cleanly, he's just like <laughs> waiting to like yo, just I, fuck it up. Let's like I, I'm going to send this party into orbit. The three of those, I really can't speak highly enough of the the dynamic those three people have.
1: It is. It's incredible. Uh, question. Did you try to log into the Patreon like in the last like 40 minutes? Yeah. Okay, cool. It, I got a warning email.
0: I was actually trying to see the uh, like, warning DJs on the Patreon <laughs> yeah. again. Like, uh, I've never logged in. Everything that has ever been on the Patreon is only Pete. I kid. Um, I was going on because I wanted to uh, shout out some people. Oh, okay. We yeah, do have to give an update on the Patreon. A, Tomato Fights returns next week, and... It's a real doozy. It I, I really is going to be the exact word I was going to use. It's going to be a real doozy. It's going to be a bit of a full house, guests-wise, but it's going to be a lot of fun. It's two movies that have so many similarities that it is incredible. They quali- It qualifies as a tomato fight. Because yeah. They both have, in addition to, like, concept. Same movie that came out the exact same time,
1: like, within two months of each other, and there's
0: I mean I i I've, I've It really those.
1: doesn't make sense that this is like a tomato fight. It's gonna in, be in just in like the sense that it doesn't even make sense that these two movies exist in like the same yeah. universe. I, I it's I, gonna be I'm I'm very much looking forward to it.
0: It's going to be a great time. So I gotta give you an update on the numbers. We're at three twenty nine. Oh my god three fifty gets us that sleepover. Now I'm gonna be a little honest. I've said this before, I've hinted at this before. At the end of every month, because of general Patreon housekeeping, uh, the numbers go down a little bit. So right now, we are at 329 with 11 days, 12 days, I don't know. 12 days mu- uh, left in the month. If we can definitely get 21 people in that amount of time, if we get to 350 before it, it goes below. down. Yeah.
1: Do we still do it? Yeah. Or do I think we say, I th- all right, got to get back to as, Because as long as the Patreon number says hits 350 three- at any point, we, we. That's how I
0: felt. Yes.
1: And we'll do the whole uh,
0: refresh thing. You know what that is? It's from a Tomato Fights movie.
1: No. Oh, uh got uh, to close. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We'll do that whole thing. When it's 350, we ain't sleeping
1: because That's right.
0: we're doing a sleepover. So. We can get there. 21, honestly, we've done 21 in a day before. So we can get to 21. If you're on the fence, I'll tell you, the Patreon is the most fun and most active and most lively it's been. Like, there's a lot of communication It's it's now, like, a thing, which I'm very happy about. I, like, I check the Patreon as one of my, like, check Instagram, check Twitter, check whatever, because, like, people sending us notes, people commenting, people talking to each other on there. It's, uh... A good environment we've got no complaints so far of like anyone being a jerk
1: somebody asked for C- creek speak to come back yeah and i'm down with that we actually we saw we were exposed to some dawson's creek last we were week exposed so in in a movie that we're going to be talking about later five on days, in this episode five days we so
0: to, cause we were exposed
1: uh, that's right um i'm excited to get back into dawson's Creek. Uh, I. Uh Am also very happy with the episode that we did on Sunday. Sundays. If anybody was keeping track, we, we tossed out a um, a question last week on the Patreon, like, "Hey, do you want us to look forward to our weekend of fun, in Portland, or look back on our weekend of fun in Portland?" The vote ended up being, uh, "Let's recap the weekend of fun on Sunday." So we did that. Uh, it was a it was a good it was a good episode, I think. Just recapping that weekend in fun. Somebody said that they're they're from. The Pacific Northwest. Yeah. And that episode convinced them that Portland, Maine is the more superior Portland. Which is funny because I would like to say on the record, as a
0: borderline obsessive lover of Portland, Maine, I have never thought or assumed that Portland, Maine is the better of the two. Portland, Oregon is
1: like supposedly like i bet it's one awesome. of the
0: best cities in
1: America. But and here's what I'll say. Portland, Maine, is my favorite place that I've ever been to. Really? Yes. Whoa.
0: I mean, it's the best. I did. That's not a bad answer. I don't know what my favorite place I've ever been to. Is the next one.
1: <laughs> I mean, Heaven I'm I've de- yet. I'm debating buying a place in Portland. So, which we also talked about on that episode of the yeah. Patreon. So, like, it is the best place that I want to live.
0: I'm going to. I, I also talked to you when we were up there. I was like, yeah place downtown be cool be walkable to wherever i forgot there's another area in portland that i don't know if you've f- frequented that might be the best place if you were to like get a place in portland it'd probably be expensive because i think it'd probably be more houses there but there's like
1: this, i don't want a house i want a condo yeah
0: there's like exactly if you're doing that you want to do like everybody take care of everything you don't want to have to worry about like right. shoveling it's going to be like a
1: second property
0: yeah but there's a. Uh, park i forget what it's called but there's like a park that's on the water and it is beautiful and there's cool things around there and honestly that that town's small enough that you're never too far away from anything it's the best but uh wouldn't hate if the brunch account thrives for a little bit if we did like an investigative uh
1: portland oregon trip oh man i would right f- for sure be down for like that portland week yeah just if- if Pig wins Best Picture, yeah, we should like be like, oh, we got to go to Portland because I think it's it's a Pacific Northwest film, probably. Yeah, anything that starts off outside has some <laughs> Pacific Northwest uh, vibes going on. Uh, speaking of regions, yeah, we had a discussion uh, actually on the Patreon episode, so it's a good uh, good transition. We talked about the fact that we should do a n- non New England New England draft yes. on this episode was born out of a conversation that we had over the weekend, and it was talking about a person that isn't from New England. Yes. But seems like they should be or could be. Boni Vare was playing, and I said, We need to, Gloria, Boni Vare. Steal him, or like draft him, claim like, him. He's, you're he's from ours. He's England. Now. Yes. And like, I could definitely see it. So we were like, Let's draft things that aren't actually from New England, mm. but. Kind of feel like they should be, or like we'd like to claim. Okay. Do you want first pick? Yeah, it's been spoiled already. But yeah, bony bear. Bony bear. Yeah, bony bear. Like he's a big woods guy. Seems like he mm-hmm. could easily be Maine or Vermont. Like he's earthy, crunchy. Yeah. Has has that vibe. It would definitely be like limited to Maine yeah. or Vermont. Yeah. Not so like a Boston. It'd yeah. be Vermont.
0: Um. Okay. Mine. You might say, "Eh, "Don't you already kind of have this New England?" But if you can get sole ownership, let's do sole ownership. Uh, India Pale Ales, IPAs. I was thinking about beers, solely New England thing. But I do like getting IPAs in other parts of the country, though, which is why I was a little on the fence uh, about this. And like, there's already like. Like, hazy IPAs are a New England thing, or New England IPAs, whatever I was gonna you want to call yeah. that. But it'd be cool to, I mean, India is in the name, but to say, oh, yeah, no, that's that's straight Boston, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. I don't hate that. IPAs.
1: Okay. I was trying to think of, like, a specific beer that seems like it should be from around here, but, like, New England has so many good beers that yeah. it's like, ah, do I really want to steal another uh, another like, place's yeah,
0: beer. Y- we're not hurting for right, like, no. beer.
1: I was thinking about doing like a jokey one and, be, yeah. like, and being like Sam Adams yeah. because Sam Adams famously presents itself as like a New England beer, but isn't really. Like yeah. they, most of the production is in Pennsylvania, I believe. Mm. Um, here's one that is uh, quite recent that we've discussed. The Tender Bar. Ooh, it is a Long yes. Island movie, but it, it like... Is mostly actually New England because it was filmed in New England. But, like, I would like to take it, I like that movie, and I would like to take it and just have it be presented as a New England thing and not a Long Island thing.
0: People, that would go a long way. People would really like Boston for that or the North Shore or wherever that would uh, take place. Probably the North Shore. Um, here's one that's uh, for many of my friends. Ice hockey. I would like to uh, respectfully take that. I would pull I, that down, I would put that, that squarely in New England, and our game, our place. Everyone is welcome to play, of course, but we invented hockey.
1: I love that. Yeah, I I love that because Nova
0: Scotia right now passing away.
1: I love that for two reasons because ice hockey is one of my favorite things in the world, and I would love to like have some ownership of it, and I would love to take it away from the mainly.
0: I wrote down ice hockey would love to take that away from
1: Canadian people. Hell yes, the Willy Wonka meme. You get nothing. (laughs) Yeah. All right, number 3. I think that you're going to like this one. Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, yeah. Kiefer Sutherland has big Boston vibes and it Canada was like getting its ass kicked <laughs> in this draft. Is he Canadian? Yeah. He's like I know that he's like somewhat British. Really? I think. Kiefer um, Sutherland. But like for some reason he has like British Canadian. Yeah. He has big uh big sort of like boston energy i don't know i don't know if it's just like his face Hmm. like him and jeremy renner i think have faces of people who should be from boston
0: yeah i'll throw another person i'll I'll do someone uh an an actor and i'll tell you what i guarantee i could have gotten this this one undrafted but i'm still gonna throw them out there josh dumal wouldn't hate josh dumal being from boston he's from north dakota but why don't you why don't you bring it over to Yeah, I could see that. He'd be,
1: like, a Watertown guy or something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, like, while doing the the process of this draft, too, I was, like, also thinking about people that – or people and things that are New England but, like, that we could easily give away. Yeah. And, like, that don't really embrace or encapsulate New England. Like, Matt LeBlanc Hmm. is from Belmont or Watertown or something. But uh, I,
0: he's from. I constantly forget Watertown. that. Tom Bergeron, you're thinking of, is from Belmont.
1: Really? Yeah. I easily both of those things. I, I would. I don't mind having Matt LeBlanc in on on my team, but it's just he doesn't he's seem from
0: to, Newton. I'm sorry. Okay. Matt LeBlanc is.
1: He doesn't seem to like embrace Boston very much. No. Uh, here's one, a a thing that is a bit confusing, but let me explain it. And I don't think I need to explain it to you, actually. Our podcast. No. Uh, Zach Brown Band. Like, oh, very I mean. thoroughly Southern. And, like, they don't present themselves as Boston. But nobody, nowhere in the world is Zach Brown more appreciated than Boston, yeah, Massachusetts. No, that,
0: that's one that I would say, like IPAs, is probably unnecessary. Because Zach Brown Band already is, like, a
1: Massachusetts... They're like honorary Bostonians.
0: Yeah, like this, Massachusetts is where they make their money. Like, when they they go on tour and everything, I think I've said this before, they don't do multiple stadium shows. They
1: do that here. Here only, yeah. They'll
0: play Fenway for two nights, or they'll play Gillette for multiple nights. Like, that's where, and I'm not, not saying that, like, I'm not trying to make this, like, a huge racial thing or anything, but, like, when you talk about, like, the whiteness of boston and massachusetts it's like there's no place in the world that goes as fucking crazy for zach brown band than massachusetts and again i'm not trying to draw any crazy connections there but like massachusetts loves zach brown band in ways that no other part of the world does and they've got some great songs and some good albums and uh clay cook is one of my favorite musicians so yeah
1: it's not like I'm the biggest Zach Brown band fan in the world and that like I'm like oh I want them but it just seems yeah. like why not just come all the way around and be like yo we're from we're from Boston
0: I think some of them actually do I think some of them live here really yeah I think at least I think Clay Cook uh, lives in New Hampshire famously he's from Atlanta went to college at Berkeley met a guy named John Mayer mm-hmm. he said hey John, you and me We're blowing this joint. Where are we going? Atlanta. Okay. They go down there. They start making some music. They work on some songs. Turns into a little album called Room for Squares. Mm -hmm. And boy, oh boy, it was a hit. Why Georgia is an incredible song. Why Georgia. Great song. No such thing. Incredible song. Songs that didn't even make that album. Man on the Side. One of the great, great songs. I'll tell you what. Don't even need to draft John Mayer. Because, thanks to that little weird wrinkle that is Connecticut being a New England state, John Mayer. I was thinking about this today when I was thinking about New England people. I was like, "Isn't it funny that we can be like, ah, who are some New England celebrities?
1: Well, like
0: George W. Bush, uh, John Mayer, George W. Bush, people from like Connecticut." I'm saying.
1: George W. Bush is from Connecticut. He was born in Connecticut, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I just it was like, a, he's a Texas in, through and through. Raised in Texas. Yeah. yeah. That's so weird. Yeah, we don't claim Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. If we're talking about things that New England can give away, Connecticut's first on the list.
0: Uh, did you just go or did. I did. I
1: did Zach Brown Band.
0: Oh, right. Okay. So uh, I'll be honest. I left it. I stole this one. I saw, I saw a tweet about this, so I just took it. Um, the Wire. Only in Boston. <laughs> Alright. I'd like the wire in the office to be from Boston, please.
1: Hell yeah, that would make that Twitter account a lot more bearable. Yeah, yeah. Uh my final one maybe a little controversial, but I think that it works. Uh Louis CK. He's from Washington, DC, but like Really? Yeah, but like
0: Raised in Boston.
1: Is he? Oh yeah. He's I didn't know Britain. that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well that see. makes a lot of sense. Actually, I've probably heard that before. Uh I did not know that. For some reason, like I just was like, he seems like a guy that could absolutely be from Boston or like oh, yeah. be in New Hampshire, something like that. That's yeah, he uh, let's see. I mean I assume that like he spent a lot of time here because like a lot of comedians do.
0: Yeah, let's see. So he uh is fairly, uh so he was born in DC as an infant moved to mexico did know that and uh at the age of seven moved to boston and lived in uh framingham and then newton okay well then i guess confirmation bias (laughs) that's right so uh i have like 13 more but uh I'll round it out with Southern Hospitality. What if people were nicer in Boston?
1: And it just doesn't always have to it's be It's something that I would Boston. like to draft. I don't yeah. think that it like necessarily fits what we deserve.
0: Vermont has some Southern Hospitality, and um, Maine does. I'll be honest, I love my New Hampshire friends. New Hampshire's a bit confused
1: sometimes. Yeah, definitely. New Hampshire doesn't always know what it's doing. No. there's uh, Yeah, I have I, lived here my entire life. I've been had a lot of exposure to New Hampshire. I couldn't fucking begin to tell you what New Hampshire is. That's what I told you. That's why I
0: was telling you. I said if you got a place in Portland, it's a good uh, like central point to get to other cool places in New England. So like Portland isn't far from Portsmouth, New Hampshire, which Mm -hmm. is another Portland type town. So yeah, a lot of cool things in New Hampshire. Uh, Left on the cutting room floor was uh, French. Wouldn't hate like what if we all spoke Had French? Had a language? Yeah. People are like, hey, people are in, uh, I don't know, they're in like New Mexico and they're like, well, where are you headed? Oh, uh, I-, I got some friends in Maine going there. <sighs> Hope you brush up on your French. <laughs> you never know if people are going to be speaking French or English there. I like that about Montreal and Quebec. I'd like to, I wouldn't hate having that. Also, uh, how funny would it be if the Beach Boys were from
1: New England? That would be hilarious. And they were
0: just talking, because then we got beaches.
1: Yeah. I'm just it's talking about, like, the famously, Atlantic Ocean. Famously, we have a coast.
0: Yeah, they're just that beach. <laughs>
1: it is funny that Half when people talk about yeah, surfing. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny when people talk about, like, most times when people talk about the ocean, they're not talking about the Atlantic Ocean. Correct. <laughs> Mostly the Pacific.
0: Although, you know what? It wouldn't be too crazy. Like, the Brian Wilson, famously, not a surfer, didn't surf, just wrote all these songs, and all of them were like, gonna go surfing with the boys. It's surf time. You know those names of Beach, beach mm-hmm. Boys songs. Yep, it, their most biggest hit is "It's Surf Time." Uh, he wrote. Now almost, we have to make
1: a fake album cover of the Beach Boys. It's Surf Time.
0: He wrote "It's Surf Time," despite not having uh, been a surfer. His brother Dennis was a surfer, and his mother was a stunner. That's Man, right. I wish we didn't have more episodes. That'd be a great way to end it. Definitely making a fake Beach Boys. Uh, like record sleeve that it's, yeah. it's surf time <laughs> written by brian wilson uh but it's like all the beach boys in like 19 like 65 and then it's like written by brian wilson it's like a current picture of <laughs> brian wilson oh we should we, would it be ruining the joke if we discussed my uh, beach boys passion project
1: I kind of like keeping it a secret yeah. until it like blows up into something
0: I want people Let's just to talk figure about it out bit by bit DJ's
1: it's, I, I was going to say like DJ's running a burner account but it's it's more of a burner activity
0: Yes, it's from my Twitter account Yeah, that's what
1: I'm saying I have a Can't Beach say Boys a, passion
0: project that uh, so far only one person I know has picked up on His name is Jeff Israel and it makes me so happy that he's the only person who knows about it I told you about it over the weekend when we'd had a few, and you were like, it was it was hilarious laughing very. It was hard. hilarious. It made me feel very good.
1: Uh Maybe we say maybe we save that for the Patreon. That's an incentive to subscribe to the Patreon. Is like you get access to DJ's secret. Yes, bit. It,
0: you on the Patreon, you are allowed to. It'll be like a gender reveal thing. If you want to know, you may ask me, and I will tell you it. Okay. If you don't want to know. Won't do it. So message us if you're a Patreon person asking about the Beach Boys Passion Project, and you'll be told. Otherwise, ignorance is bliss. Maybe mm-hmm. you find it out on your own. It'll be a, a, a fun thing. Um, we saw Scream. This was supposed to be like a Scream episode, but we got so many other wonderful talking points. Um, we saw Scream. Very excited to talk about it. We both liked it. First, do have to talk about one of the trailers that we saw beforehand because this, there's a movie coming out that we're both really excited for, and we talk to each other about it all the time, but haven't acknowledged on the podcast, uh Marry Me. It's Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson. If you haven't seen the trailer yet, it's legitimately like we were t- like, I, I I think Licorice Pizza, best trailer I've seen in forever. But, marry? Does "Marry Me"? Does that trailer like register as like a whole? Like, that yeah, it's like,
1: like a, I would call it a, a Goosebumps trailer. You're would, like, wow, yes. yes, yeah. All right, so if you haven't seen it, Jennifer Lopez
0: plays uh, a huge pop star. Not a tough role for her, and she is going to. She has a song called "Marry Me" with her celebrity boyfriend, and they're going to get married at this big concert. And the boyfriend ends up cheating on her and they break up and she's left heartbroken at this concert. And Owen Wilson is like a mathematics teacher. He's just at the concert because his coworker, Sarah Silverman has brought him to this concert and he's holding a sign. Cause she made a sign that said, marry me because of the song and he's holding it. Yeah. And she is heartbroken on stage, Jennifer Lopez and sees Owen Wilson In the audience holding a sign that says, marry me, and says,
1: fuck it, let's just get married. I'll marry this random guy. I'll
0: marry this person, and they, if you haven't seen the trailer, seriously watch it, they marry each other on the stage, and then they gotta kinda figure out life after that, and there's so many things about this trailer and this movie that I think... Uh, is going to be make for a really really good movie.
1: I think it's going to resonate with a lot of people, and I think that like uh, it's it's a uh, we we all love a coming of age tale, but yeah. like this is uh this what about is when like, you're grown up a little. That's what I'm saying. This yeah. is like a later in life coming of age tale.
0: Yeah. So Sarah Silverman plays Owen Wilson's friend and coworker, and I'm glad that there's like a movie that
1: explores that. You know? Yeah. Like re- like friendship.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah that. The, there's people in the, the. Some of the characters are friends with each other. Some of the characters are famous. They have different jobs. It's like it seems really well thought out.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I just think that like a lot of movies, not or not enough movies these days, explore the dynamic of friendship of like, or relationships. A
0: person like helping somebody with whatever, like somebody that they can talk to, or yeah, like these two people get together,
1: you know? Right.
0: And we and seen you're like
1: that the cards may be stacked against him, but are they going to be able to work through it? And so like, uh, like hurdle these obstacles.
0: Now I think, I can't tell if it's one of his students or what, but Owen Wilson also has a daughter. So there's like a family component to this movie. Like it's, it seems pretty rich. Mm-hmm. Like it's a thick, like it's, it seems like a really good script. Um,
1: A real breath of fresh air.
0: Yeah. There's a scene where they're like face to face and she he says, is this smart? And she says, I think we left smart six weeks ago. Chills. Yeah. Legitimate chills.
1: And it looks like there's a good bit of uh, physical comedy in this movie, too, which will probably sort of shake up the... Um you know, there's, it's a very serious subject matter. Obviously, when you're talking about marriage yeah. and like navigating relationship troubles, Yeah. you kind of want some comedic relief. And there's like one point in the trailer where you see, uh, like, they they just got married. They're, I think probably seems like they're meeting up the next morning to talk about it. He goes in for the handshake. She goes in for the hug. Yeah, and it's like a real, it's a real hoot. Yeah,
0: I think I'm going to laugh. <laughs> I think I'm going to t- <laughs> I think I'm going to laugh a lot during this movie. And on is like there's heavy things in there. They're like the scene there, there's um Owen Wilson says, I don't fit. And that's everyone's been there before, not just in a relationship or whatever, but like, look, like I get the redeeming qualities of this. And it seems like it makes sense in so many ways, but like there's a self doubt there because I'm not exactly what you are or whatever. And even if like that doesn't, you can zoom out and say like, yeah, but you two like each other. That's still a thing that people go
1: through. I've gone through it before. a hundred percent. Like, I think that a lot of times like two people have like this Uh, like this vision of like what they want or whatever and if the the other person's not exactly that or they don't feel like they're exactly that then they're like I don't fit, this is not what I envisioned so this isn't going to work. And the other person being like I'm not thinking about any of
0: the things that you're thinking about here, like if you're thinking like oh I work a different job than you or I do this or I come from a different background. That's not important to me. That's like Why are you thinking about stuff like that? But that's a real thing. So this movie, I I mean, Sarah Silverman looks like that's going to be an incredible performance out of her. But
1: Best Supporting Actress? Maybe.
0: I think that Jennifer Lopez will probably be a contender for Best Actress. When she's standing on stage, like holding the mic, heartbroken, and telling all these people like, yo, like my life just fell apart. I'm figuring this out on the fly. I got to do something different. Like, that felt real. This is well shot. This looks very well written.
1: And you know that, like, that is probably a tough thing for Jennifer Lopez to do because, like, she's playing a pop star. But, like, in real life, when things fall apart, she doesn't do something different.
0: Yeah. and She
1: goes back to Ben Affleck. True, true. She she is
0: always kind of on the stage though when that happens that, like that is true because anything that happens with jennifer lopez is it's terrible but like anything that happens with jennifer lopez's personal life and especially in the case of ben affleck is whether they got on that stage or not
1: they're, they're put on, the on stage that,
0: so they're put on that stage so even if jennifer lopez hasn't directly i wonder if that scene was improvised because just like because she's, i'd love
1: to get a look at the script yeah because i think it's gonna that script is gonna be hot hot stuff like at auctions years from now
0: right like like rovell shit you're saying yes like like, like get me like a physical copy yeah right
1: script yeah
0: that would be dope man patreon.com slash in brunch like we need that we need that we need that script money random ass script money that we could put we get like a nice shelf for it that would be amazing
1: laminate it
0: yeah I we have to get on like the Junket scene
1: for this movie. Absolutely.
0: It looks so it, it looks so good and it features new music from Jennifer Lopez. It had that first song Marry me Marry me, seems awesome, but that last one, <laughs> down down in the Yellow Brick Road," ba, 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 da, ba, ba, ba. it's all the lyrics like I'm on my way to you, I'm on my way to you. Like I don't care who wrote that song for her character in that movie. When they show her like tracking it, she's saying it to Luke Wil- to Owen Wilson. That's right. That would be a twist. She's saying <laughs> it to Owen Wilson. You know? Yeah. And I'm glad that Owen
1: Wilson has like a very serious role. Yeah. I mean, he deserves it. I yeah. mean, we, people say with Adam Sandler all the time, like, oh, look at this funny guy, but he can act. Yes. Yeah, so act- Not enough people are saying that about Owen Wilson.
0: Owen Wilson, at least from the trailer, acts his butt off in That's this. right. I think that it's going to be... Fantastic. Um, last note, in case like you're like, "Oh, well, I'm still kind of on the fence about this movie." Like, we're both into it. Like, uh, but uh, Jimmy Fallon plays himself in this movie. Oh shit! Let's fucking go! Can't wait for Valentine's Day to see "Marry Me." It's gonna be awesome. Now, let's get to. I mean, it kind of stinks that like, it's like we're we're going to see Casey Musgraves next week, but really. I wouldn't have been super interested in that concert uh, because I've seen her a bunch of times and she's great. Didn't love her new album, but her new album hadn't come out yet. But when she announced the tour, the openers are Muna and King Princess, both of whom are awesome.
1: Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm. I, in my mind, I'm going to a Muna concert, and Casey Muffs Graves is just closing it out.
0: I was legitimately confused as to because I got tickets, you got tickets. I was confused as to like why i got tickets for that and then somebody reminded me i forget who oh my friend rich was like yo you ready for that king princess concert and i was like shit is king princess coming did i fuck up oh my god i didn't get tickets and he was like no she's opening for casey musgraves like moon on king princess and i texted you right
1: after and was like excitement reinvigorated yeah and and i didn't know so that was like the greatest text that i've gotten in the past month <laughs> it was like yo you know that uh that uh, band that you're into right now yeah, more than anything in the like, world like, yeah three weeks earlier yeah. or something yeah and you're like yeah you you have tickets to see them in like a week and i was like
0: what? let's go that's gonna be a really good time but that, that that's kind of be gonna be like moon on king princess before casey musgraves is kind of like seeing the trailer for marry me before scream scream great in its own right but mary might have stolen its thunder mm-hmm. i'll tell you what scream lived up to that opening act from uh from mary
1: me yeah i don't know i, I am the um, best movie of the a bunch
0: and not the best movie i've seen but scream also could put out a huge piece of shit and i wouldn't know it because i just like i
1: i think I, that i would know it um i think that i would feel disappointment and i was i was sort of was like anticipating a little bit of disappointment because screams trailer campaign really didn't do it service like Darker. I, yeah i tweeted this out before i actually saw the movie i was like my biggest fear with scream and the scariest thing about scream looks like it's taking itself seriously like it, it's presenting itself more in like the halloween like dark gritty vibe and and sort of going away from
0: like new Halloween, you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: It's going away from like the what Scream was intended to be, which was like a little bit of like satire, a little bit of fun, but also honoring like the like what a slasher should be. Yeah, and it was that. What it a was twist that? Because
0: yeah. this movie was the campiest out of all of them. Yeah, and this a, movie, a little
1: bit like too much, honestly.
0: That's that that that's a small criticism i have of it that at some point at one point there's like a five minute conversation where like they're i don't even know what they're
1: talking about they just get so in the weeds with like they're scream. like they're like all right let's sit down we're gonna be meta as hell for like five minutes
0: yeah so that stuff i didn't need as much i i do like though like the, the scene with all the doors you know, know what i'm talking about when oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like they'll open a refrigerator door and when you're watching a horror movie, your brain just assumes like he's gonna show up behind the door. Be, and they do like a bunch of doors. It was like, kinda Austin Powersy, like that sort of stuff. That jokiness.
1: It was like making fun of that trope. Um, yeah, there was um there was there was a lot uh that I felt was like, well, this just like isn't subtle. Yeah. Um and I think that they went overboard a little bit, but not to the point where I was like, all right, enough. Yeah. There was only really one point where I was like, fucking, ch- all right, we get it. Right. It's, I'll
0: remind you, this movie is coming off of, I would say, the lowest point of the Scream franchise. And not that I liked Scream 4. Scream 4 was really good. But the end of Scream 4, do you remember the ridiculous scene with Emma Roberts?
1: I've never seen Scream 4. You haven't? Mm-mm. I think I've only seen the first Scream. Okay. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I have, like... I have not... Me and more. I mean, like, it, it took you to convince me to watch the That's first right. stream. Oh, my yeah. God,
0: right. Uh, yeah, it was you not being a huge fan of Happy Death Day. Yeah. And me trying to,
1: like... Understand f- why. <laughs> figure
0: out. Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, I've definitely been there, too, with... Uh, what's it called? John Wick. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw John Wick, and you are like, so you pumped to see John Wick too now? And I'm like, I guess. <laughs> Honestly thought it was a little silly. You're like, yeah, it's a silly movie. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Um yeah, I'm I'm going to be I'm sure rewatching Scream because I put on Scream 3 the other day.
1: Um cuz it's got a cool opening scene. But I saw my guy uh Jerry Carabas was doing the uh the Scream marathon uh this week. Love it. Why hasn't Jared been on Tomato Fights? I don't know that's a good question. Jared's a home run for
0: Tomato Fights.
1: He doesn't watch a lot of movies though. But, like, he, we could have him on.
0: If we make him watch two movies, we can make him watch two movies. He's got
1: time. There's no baseball. That is
0: true. Man, can't say enough good things about that guy. Uh, I also haven't... I don't think I've spoken to him about the uh, Beatles get back thing. Do people know this about Jared? Huge Beatles guy. Jared is, like, a Beatles psycho. He's on my, like, legitimate... If I I had to assemble a list of ten people that, hey, there's a Beatles thing to talk about... Who are you texting? Jared, absolutely on that list. Okay. Knows everything, front to back. There's no... Wayne is my go-to, but Jared's on that list. Brad's on there. Had a conversation with Brad about the background vocals, and she came in through the bathroom window the other day. It was the best. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Scream 5. It's called Scream, but it leaves off from... It follows a good movie that was like... Ten years ago, I think, Scream 4 was. Rory Culkin, Hayden Pettitier. Really good cast. Uh, This is the second straight one that is not centered on Sidney Prescott. And it still totally works. They just make it like a high school movie, like like the first one.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, Sidney Prescott is obviously a big part of this one. I, I think, like, one of my favorite things about this one is that it, like, bridges the gap between like old characters and new characters. I think it does a good job of that. Like it it makes you interested in both sides.
0: Yeah. And to get all meta the way it wants to, it talks about how like these days, it's not about about sequels and prequels. It's about requels, which Mm. I hadn't heard that term before. But in context, when they said it, I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about. You're talking about Halloween. They reference like how Halloween, you make a movie that theoretically could be the second one, that's what this is with the first, like you didn't, you were never in the dark having not seen two, three, four. I mean,
1: I know that there were things, there were certain things that I was missing.
0: Oh, actually the, uh, the cop, right. uh, The mother of, um, Wes, she's in subsequent ones. But other than that, this was just like, I just was
1: like, okay, this is a person that I haven't met. I assume that, that like they have, she has relationships, whatever. It, It wasn't, it wasn't prohibitive.
0: Um, great casting the main sister person uh probably gonna become better at acting over time and that's fucking awesome the uh, younger one uh the uh the main the i don't know how to the put, main character the char- older okay okay, of okay the two yeah okay.
1: cuz i was going to say the younger sister was a, is a good actress okay. and she was in um she was in you Cool. So I had known. Yeah, her, her and...
0: older sister, I think, is gonna like b- become something better. Yeah. At uh... it's, it's kids and movies, whatever. I'm <laughs> right. not. They they all did a great job. Um, but uh, plus, I
1: don't think that you're going into a a scream movie looking for like an acting tutorial.
0: Also, if they were like, oh no, I'm the lead in a scream movie, I have to put on certain. Like, silly, like, freak out things and everything. I'd be like, you're absolutely right. <laughs> I'm so wrong. Uh, gotta shout out Mikey Madison. Who's that? Uh, f- plays one of the Manson family members in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. And plays Amber in this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was, uh, I was like, yes, make this person thing make this person uh, uh i was like i hope that this person is like a main character in this and they are they're like in the main uh main friend group so
1: there is a nod to once upon a time in hollywood in this movie and it is very much appreciated oh my god i was so happy i was so
0: happy with that nod we won't spoil it and say who uh ends up being the the, the killer. killer but there's there really are, like, different avenues you can go as you're... We were texting. Yeah. We were,
1: no, oh, I just doxed us. I just... You can do that during the movie. Okay. You.
0: Can, I will uh, Officially, in my opinion, if there aren't other people in your row and there aren't people beh- behind you...
1: Even if there are people behind you, I think that there's enough, like, space in yeah. now today's, like, theaters. I guess it depends on what your theater layout looks like. But, like, if you're not holding it up... you Yeah, use if discretion. You, if, if you're using it at, like, lap level... With the brightness turned down, mm-hmm. have at it.
0: Use Yeah, just Plus, use your discretion.
1: Na- I think that the bar has become so low in movie theater etiquette that, like, if that is the one thing that, like, is driving me nuts, I can look past it. Yeah. You had a worse experience than I did. Do not talk
0: during the movies. You are to say zero words during the movies. And if you need to say, like, a... That's... Yeah, I know. Fine. If I can hear you having a conversation, these two... Young men behind me, having a conversation, I almost said like I was going to say these two dudes behind me, and then I like corrected myself as if like dudes would have been offensive. These two young men behind me dudes we're talking the whole time, and i kept I kept turning around and looking at them i 'm not intimidating, apparently, because they did not care. <laughs> they kept
1: going. I was a row in front of you. I, I could hear them at times, but I did not. I would not have guessed that they were talking during the whole movie. So like that one row of buffering was uh, was huge.
0: I was distracted, and it was really upsetting. But yeah, we were texting. We were like, we only exchanged like one or two texts, but it was like this could go. It was guesses at like who
1: the killer was. Yeah,
0: like this could go, and we were wrong. A few both different of us. ways. Both of us wrong. Love that. Yeah. For us, and that's what makes these movies great. I mean, obviously they're. Horror movies and their slashers, they're whodunits. That's right. They're like the they're the most fun whodunit, and I felt stupid, honestly. To I, I won't give it away. I was gonna say I felt stupid to not know that it was so and so, but no, just whatever. Watch the. movie. I think they did a good job it. of like really opening it up. And it could anybody, have been a, a lot of people when you realize who it is. There's is a everything makes sense Mm -hmm. and like
1: there was no like yeah it's not it's yeah it's not like a cheap it's not a cheap not not cheap misdirections they told you yeah yeah um i we we talked about the fact that we texted we had a non-verbal communication uh during the movie and it was hilarious and i i hope that other people in, in the movie theater saw it because they were probably like what the fuck are these guys, like, celebrating? There's a scene uh, where... You know what?
0: I actually did talk to her in the movie because I looked around afterwards and said, you heard me.
1: <laughs> uh, there's a scene where uh, they're watching Dawson's Creek yeah. in Scream. And w- as soon as that came up, I could not have whipped around faster and looked at you and been like, oh, my God. And, like, you were, like, fist pumping. I did. Yeah. one of these. and these? Uh, and it was awesome. And then later on, there was a, uh, like a, hey, they did this for a reason. It wasn't a random Dawson's Creek pop-in like we like to do. Yeah. you, you want to elaborate? Oh, yeah. I was
0: like, you know when you're going to say something that you, you think you know something, and you're like, but this sounds so, this sounds like it would be wrong. And I don't know why I think this. Listen, that's
1: never stopped us from saying anything I know. in the past.
0: Honestly, though, I found this, it like, whenever... I go to trivia or something where you're like, I don't know why this is coming to mind, but <clears throat> like, I don't know why this, I mean, like I remember one time I was like, what was the original name of this band or something? And I would have no reason to, like, I wasn't even a fan of that band, but for whatever reason, I was like, this name is just sticking out in my head for whatever... whenever you get those things. Honestly, folks, you're usually right. Like intuition, baby. They're there. Confirmation bias. That's right. If you will. <laughs> That's what that means. Um, but yeah, you, we were like, yeah, Dawson's Creek, and I was like, I think like either Wes Craven or Kevin Williamson like created both of those things. And I think it was Kevin Williamson did. I think it's Kevin Williamson is the yes. connection that yeah he did uh, he did both. So he was just all about that great teen content in the 90s. And who
1: who doesn't love a good
0: self-plug here and there? Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, uh, they did, a, it said, for Wes mm-hmm. on the screen. Mm-hmm. And one of the characters' name is Wes, names is Wes. And I was confused for a second. And then I was like, <laughs> oh no, did Wes Craven die? And Wes Craven apparently died like a while ago. Oh, really? It was a while ago? He died seemingly in between um, Scream 4 and and Scream 2022. Wes Craven died, yeah, in 2015. Damn. But absolute legend. I love the Scream movies. Dude, chip away at... uh, We don't have to talk about them on the pod or whatever. Just do it for you. Scream 2 is really good.
1: I heard Scream 2 is very good. I mean,
0: they're all really enjoyable movies. And, yeah,
1: I don't want to spoil anything.
0: But I'm glad that we didn't spoil anything with Scream, but I just give it a
1: strong recommend I would give it a strong recommend as well it's not a perfect movie it's uh, I, I would say that I I would say that it starts a little slow but it it the last half really comes around and delivers it does take a while to get because there's no feeling
0: there's no better feeling in than the reveal in a scream m- movie and this one was done in like the quintessential scream kind of way where like everything's happening blah blah, blah and then one person's like yeah. And you're like, oh, they said yeah. That means that they're telling everybody because I am the killer. And every scream reveal like there's never like a, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing putting that mask on? Are you the killer? Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) It's always like a, I'm and now I reveal to everybody that I'm that. Uh, Also, love that the gang was back sid yeah dewey gail gail wears a really cool like sweater shirt type thing i was doing huge that thing coming men's (laughs) as i was watching that i was googling after i was trying to find like online thrift shops like or is there, like, a man version of that shirt? Not too dissimilar, actually, from the one that uh, Billy wears in Scream uh, 1. You know those, like, yeah. Yeah, I, the short-sleeve turtleneck like, thing. Sh- those, like, knit, short-sleeve yeah.
1: tees. Even uh, money's no object. It, it is, but... Billy makes a comeback in this one. There's, there are there's some, some... There's some Billy... There's uh, some references Billy content. and allusions yeah.
0: to billy loomis
1: um billy
0: does have you'll find as you watch other ones billy's got his fingerprint billy pops up throughout the these movies and i'm glad that he does because he obviously
1: is well he has like, to i mean he he's like the og yeah and like no, th- not
0: as much love for Stu.
1: because no.
0: everyone like especially this one like but really I mean, remembers stew is like Stu is a little puss puss yeah like and, and, his and i think
1: that billy was carrying most of the weight there mm-hmm. and uh and, yeah, I mean, it makes sense that Billy sticks around and, and, like, has this lasting presence because Ghostface does, and he was the original.
0: That's right. Everyone just paying that homage to... Uh... Uh,
1: while we're talking about the returning cast members and how they looked... Uh,
0: yes! Oh, thank God. Yeah. I almost forgot. Uh,
1: David Arquette is in this, and they make him out to be, like, a guy who has, like, really let himself go, like... He is turned to the bottle. Turned to the bottle, like doesn't have lost his job, um, living in a in a trailer, trailer yeah, like or like um, you know, just like a a, like a, a a home that you could easily bulldoze, yeah. Um, and he looks pretty good. Yeah, that was um, I had to do a uh,
0: like little like review movie critic type thing for work on this movie. And like most of my time was spent talking about that. I was like, everybody's back. David Arquette, it's confusing because he's fallen, Dewey's fallen on hard times, but physically he looks incredible, which obviously you can look incredible and still fall on hard times, unfortunately. Yeah, Shut but they, they
1: all tell him, like, yo, you look yes, rough.
0: Right, but like all they talk about is like, oh, I'm going to take advice from this fat idiot. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, he is in the best shape of his life. He looks right. like They keep telling you, like, hey, just imagine he looks bad because yeah, right, he looks great. Right. Yeah.
1: I mean, like the, the first scene where you see him, they show like his living situation and it's not great. Like it's he's clearly like le- living in like a little bit of his own filth yeah. and not doing so well, not really taking care of himself in his space. Yeah. But like if they didn't start off with that and they started off with like a scene with just him interacting with people in the town and everybody was like, yo, you look like shit. You'd be like. What are you talking about? He just looks like kind of rock bottom hot.
0: They tried to do, they tried to do like context clues for that, where it's like, we'll make everything else look like it's it's like kind of fallen away for him. So you can imagine he looks bad too. But like there's a character who's uh, basically like shaggy, who's just like (laughs) afraid of everything, the whole movie. And he's like, why are we here? I don't want to be kind of like the Greek choir. who's like, or we could leave and not be around. like this is he's afraid of absolutely everything kind of a wimp but whatever i'd be the same way um not exactly the same way but uh he he even says is like cuz uh Dewey's like uh well who's this guy maybe he's the killer and he's like oh, yeah like i'm going to let this fucking like gross idiot say that about me and i'm like <laughs> Dude, he looks so much better than you. <laughs> what are you talking about? You really gonna go looks on how David Arquette looks in this movie? Ah. Uh, good movie, though. See it. Do hit the Patreon. Marry me. For Wes.